The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Dharma, here we go. Great. Okay. So hello and and welcome. A warm, warm welcome, dear Sangha. So let's dive into practicing together and I will introduce the theme for this evening during the meditation, as I sometimes do, just to mix it up. So so let's begin. Let's arrive. Let's arrive in our bodies. Ah, arriving in this body. Maybe start by three deep diaphragmatic breaths. We'll take a deep breath. Hold it for a few seconds and then let out with a sigh. Let's do it together. Breathing in into the belly. Hold and release. <sighs> your shoulders come down, your whole body release. One more. Releasing deeply. Let your breath be received in the belly, third one. Hold. And release. You can do more if you want on your own time. Oh, return. Return to natural breath as we do in mindfulness practice, letting the breath be natural after you have settled, after you found it. And opening up the body, the body, especially the lower abdomen, the whole body, starting from the lower abdomen, to receive the breath, to receive the breath, all the sensations, whatever is present. Opening your heart to whatever is present with the breath, settling, arriving.
drop in the question, can I be content right here in this moment? Just taking refuge with the breath in this moment. With solitude and silence. Can there be contentment? Can I meet it? Can I stop running? Needing more, seeking, becoming. Just in this moment, can I try it out? And if the answer comes back now, can I be content with the resistance? Can I embrace that? Can I hug the resistance with kindness and warmth, if there is any? And if not, can I make space for myself to just be? Rest. Can I put down planning, wanting, needing, becoming? For just this moment. I can always pick it up later. But right now, can I experiment with releasing into peace? Into just this. Radical acceptance. And if you notice that your mind has picked up something else, a thought, a plan, it becoming, it's okay. It's totally fine. Can you be kind with this wanting mind? Oh, dear, sweet, wanting mind. 
This is your habit, isn't it? It's okay. All right. Can we let go, sweetie? Can we let go for just this moment? Just putting it down, just being with the breath, taking refuge, being enough. Whatever has happened or not happened, to be enough. Just in this moment, see what it's like. Breathing with being enough. Contentment is kindness. Breathe it in, breathe it out. Try it on for size.
And we let go of thinking, becoming, wanting, just in this moment. Make peace with the contentment of just being here, being breathed. This moment in time, everything that has led to this. Embracing the bounty, the enoughness, the plentitude, the plenty of this moment. It's not just enough, it's more than enough. It's abundant in so many ways. Can we turn to that, not turn to the lack, what's missing? Yes, we can turn to plenty that's missing, or should or could, but can we turn, choose to turn to the abundance? To the enough. Rest, rest, dear heart, rest. This is enough. Rest. Breathing in, breathing out, rest.
Can you be kind to the mind, to the heart that wants to plan, wants to remember, all of that, and it's okay. Can you remind it that it is enough in this moment to just be? Gently, kindly, lovingly remind. the puppy of the mind, the heart, that it's enough. In this moment, there's abundance right here. It can rest and be nourished. Nourished with the breath, the entirety of the in-breath, entirety of the out-breath, just this one breath, and then again, this one breath, just one breath at a time, be nourished by it. Not planning for five or ten breaths, no, just this one, and then begin again.
as we turn to bring this meditation to a close, can we embrace and be content with whatever this period of practice was like? Whether there was contentment or not, maybe a whiff of it, or maybe not. The mind was wondering, wanting this and that. Can we be content with that? Is there a radical act of contentment in this moment? This practice showed up for me exactly as it needed to in this moment in time, given all the causes and conditions. Can I accept that? Can I release into peace with contentment? Yes. And trusting that there is goodness here, co-created through our practice, our engagement, our effort, and sharing this goodness, offering it freely to all beings everywhere, including ourselves. May all beings everywhere know the taste of contentment, ease, goodness. Not as a way to resign, it's not a resignation, but as a stepping stone for growth. May all our collective practice be of service to all beings everywhere. May all beings be well. May all beings be free, including ourselves. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for your practice. So, so a couple of words. One is in societies and cultures where there's always wanting more, 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 more. Practicing with exploring contentment is a radical act. It feels quite radical sometimes, even unfamiliar, feels like resignation, and it's not. It's not resignation. It's a way of accepting contentment, turning towards what is enough, what is good. And oh, yes, it doesn't mean we don't engage with, with growth. We don't engage with the practice. We don't engage with cultivate and continue to cultivate wisdom, compassion, our hearts, our minds. It doesn't mean that we say, oh, it's I'm content with just what is. It doesn't mean that, but there is a level of of contentment that's needed with what is so that we don't become a hungry ghost. And there is this um, story of, in Buddhism, there are these creatures on, on one of the hell realm levels. Um, they have a very, very long neck a very um, narrow, narrow long neck, and also a very narrow, small mouth. And they have a huge stomach. And they're called the realm of the hungry ghosts. They're always hungry. They cannot get enough to eat. They're never satiated. Uh, they're, they're, they have a huge stomach, so they're hungry. They want more and more and more, but, but their necks are very tight. Their mouths are very small. So the realm of a hungry ghost 
is a pretty tough one. And and you know, whether we believe in the Buddhist cosmology, we can actually see it as as in this world. Sometimes we become a hungry ghost. We want more, 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 more this, more that, more that. So we we are in this realm of suffering of more, more, more. So turning, turning towards contentment to release that hungry ghostness. And again, just to repeat myself one more time, it doesn't mean that we don't engage, we don't, we, we are resigned. It doesn't mean that we give up, we continue to, to cultivate and practice. But if you explored it tonight, the sense of exploring contentment, it gives rise to a release, a sense of letting go, like, ah, okay, sense of stability. And then actually the mind, the heart can be more available more ready, more open to uh, to engage in a different way, not in a hungry way, not in a graspy way. Want this, plan this, remember this. It's kind of an open, it's a different way of being anyway. So for tonight's um, inquiry together, the question that I'd like to invite you to explore is how do I ex- how do I um, experience how do I experience contentment in this moment? How do I experience it? And we'll go around, and each person will say just one word or a phrase. Maybe I experience it as release. I experience it as freedom. I experience it as ah, my breath feels more free. And then the next person offers something, the next person. You can also say pass and just hold um, witness, compassionate witness, kind witness to everyone. You don't have to speak. Um, but let's explore maybe a couple of rounds and then you can open it up for exploring, reflecting together. And remember, you're just sharing from your own experience. You don't ask other people's experience, even if what they say you don't understand at all. You don't explore. You don't like ask them. Oh, just, just offer from yourself, and and receive whatever is offered in the space with contentment. So, not directing the space. So, so again, the question that. Uh, the inquiry question is, how do you experience contentment in your body, in your mind, in your heart? How do you experience contentment? How is it experienced for you? Okay. All right. I'm creating the rooms, the breakout rooms. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to uh, each other. Here we go. Everyone, welcome back. So, and we have some time for reflections, for observations, aha moments, challenges, questions, and especially if you haven't uh, spoken for a while in the big group, would love to invite you to move forward for the benefit of yourself and others. What did you notice with this practice, both with the sharing and the guided meditation? Jean. I guess it was more of a question, Nikki, that came up and just it prompted in my small group of just the idea that is contentment a synonym or involved with acceptance? 
surrender and love even. Just wondered what you might think of that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Jane. It, interesting. Um, it, it has a contentment is definitely, um, you know, I think of a Venn diagram with circles and, and it's not exactly the same as the ones that you named, but there is some overlap. There is some overlap with acceptance, but it's not exactly that. It has more nourishing quality to it. There's more an uplift. There's more of a sweetness to it. Um, and, and it's not exactly synonymous with love, though, though there is this aspect of contentment feels, nor feels loving, feels kind, but it, it's so, so I, I think it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's such a, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's, it's, um, it's a lovely curiosity to explore, um, what's these different, beautiful heart qualities they're all they're all a little different and similar and and i share this because um in in the way that uh when i was practicing with my burmese teacher pak sayada um years ago and there were these very very nuanced uh states of mind that he would have me explore and look at and just really really feel into feel into what they were like and at, at the first you know, at first you're like, oh, this is like that, but then you really feel into it or you explore it, you're curious, like, oh yeah, this this feels different and qualitatively different. So I, so with the question that you raised, Gina, I invite you to be curious about the similarities and, and nuanced differences between all of that. How does that sound? Thank you, Nikki. That sounds good. Yeah, I appreciate Great. this practice. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that question. Charlie, please. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I missed a, a meditation practice, but I did, uh, was here in time for our small groups and uh, had a wonderful, uh, content experience. Uh, so very recursive. Uh, and uh, I guess what came up for me was just... Uh, uh, kind of, yeah, that feeling of warmth, but also an idea that, you know, contentment is, is, is always available. I think prior to my practice of Buddhism, uh, I kind of, you know, maybe accidentally ran into contentment, you know, every so often. Um, but I had no idea that there were ways to, 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 bring about contentment, um, you know, in, 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 in some ways, almost at, almost at will. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and it's so, so it's just been, you know, it's just been so wonderful to, you know, to be able to do that. And then uh, one of uh, the people in my group had mentioned that contentment was like a, like a home. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, is it another, or is it a, is it a type of Brahma Vihara? And it, you mentioned, you know, love and kindness and mind states, and so um, it gave me a lot to think about. But, uh, but yeah, contentment, um, kind of the Buddhist joy. Um, it's not, you know, fireworks. It's not, you know, this, you know, very like, you know, super sense pleasured place, but. But gosh, it feels, you know, 
it just feels so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Be- beautiful. Thank you so much for these reflections, Charlie. Just, just, oh, beautiful. Um, so many important points you raised. One of them being that, um, it's available. It's here. It's always available. And, and, there's something about the Buddhist practice, about the beauty of the beauty of this practice that lets us appreciate that. It doesn't doesn't mean that all conditions have to be perfect, you know, uh, this and that, and relationship and finances and the home and this. It doesn't have to be per, per, perfection, you know. There, there's this sense that, and an ordinary mind has that. Oh yes, I will be happy. I will be content when X and Y and Z. When I'll be in the perfect relationship. Yeah, that's when I'll be content. When I get my degree or all of that. And yet, there's oh yes, contentment. It's just this this beautiful, soft, easy, as you said. And and also, it real as you were talking. Also, realize it, it in addition to what Jane was uh, the beautiful states of mind. It also relates to equanimity. There's a sense of equanimity resting in this, oh, yeah, spaciousness of the heart and mind. And, um, yeah, thank you. Beautiful, wise reflections, Charlie. And, and I smiled when you, when you said in the group, it was, it was lovely and it was recursive. You said, rec- <laughs> recur, are you a computer scientist? It, that's the, the recursion. Like, I was just delighting. I haven't heard recursion in this context. <laughs> Oh, sorry, dropped my device. Uh, I'm a neuroscientist. I'm a, I'm a, that was my degree in college. So not yeah. as smart as a neuro, as a computer scientist. Because recursion is a particular term. I, I thought all the nerds on this call would probably, I've seen Neil, who I know is also a fellow nerd, like, oh, yeah, recursion. But anyway, just uh, inner joke of a particular way an algorithm is 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 uh, is coded it's kind of recursive but anyway thanks for bringing that in charlie that 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 brought a smile to my heart that was fun <laughs> great thank you um bill says this was educational i don't remember ever seeing the mind so hungry and to then realize that it is the normal state of mind of my mind, 99.9% of the time, can we do more of this? Yes. And somebody hearted that request. Yes, we can do more. This was such a fun exploration. Thank you all. And Serena says, I don't think any path owns contentment. Everyone human can be capable of contentment, even with the people who don't follow a particular path. Oh, of course. Yeah. Contentment is part of the human you know, all the range of emotions are part of the range of uh, our human um, capacity. I think what um, what I was saying and and agreeing with Charlie is that many of us don't realize that it's available to us. We're all we we, we if we don't have a training, and it, it could be any kind of training, Buddhist training, uh, Christian training, any kind of training that points to to or or Stoic training. I don't know. There's so many philosophies points to contentment if we don't have a training we're usually stuck in in negative states of mind and so so um for me also this practice really supported me to to uh get in touch with contentment so so thank you all i feel full and delighted and happy and content with with our practice this evening just so much joy so much joy as we come together and practice so thank you all. Thank you for 
showing up, cultivating your heart and mind, exploring equanimity, exploring contentment for benefit of yourself and in service of all beings everywhere. May we all know contentment. May we all be free. Thanks, everyone. Take good care.